Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Previously, I've done podcasts like Smartphone Mental Health and Basics of the Model, including my very first episode of Introduction to the Life Coaching Model. I revisit the basic tool of my teaching from time to time, and today we are going to approach this topic from another angle. A brief review for first-time listeners. CTFAR is a formula we use at Islamic Life Coach School. The C is the circumstance that is outside of us, outside of our control, and always neutral. Depending on the circumstance, our brain generates thoughts. These thoughts are either of the higher brain or the lower brain origin. That's the T line. Thoughts lead to feelings that are emotions and vibrations in our body. That's the F for feelings. Feelings fuel our actions. That's the A line. And all of that leads to the results we are creating with our life, which is the R line. C-T-F-A-R. It always happens in this order. This is an extremely simple rendering of everything that happens to us in our life. And the reason behind this simplification is so we can make it applicable to improve our lives. So this model, in its purest form, is the most powerful and the most elegant. You use this tool to drop deeper into your life. For this model to work, you need to utilize a powerful skill of watching yourself think. When you understand that the human brain can observe itself, you understand the power behind it. Most of the time we think it's something some people are born with, like some people can twist their tongue, or some people can turn their thumb backwards. This observation of thought is not a talent just for a few. Everyone has that capacity. And it's not a talent just to have. It's a powerful way to live your life. Observing your mind is a potent tool that mostly goes underutilized. We have to use observation of our mind to our benefit. And even more powerful than that realization is the timing of that observation is under our control. You can observe your thoughts at any time, at your discretion. Kind of like turning a light switch on and off. This is the skill of metacognition. Dr. Zuhair Abdul Rahman, a practicing physician with Ijaza in Hadith, which is also a license, he says that in over 750 places, the Quran directs the human being to think, ponder, reflect, listen, and observe. He also says, The process of thinking about thoughts is a higher order form of thinking that determines how we interpret the world around us. The cognitive strategy we choose to undertake in a given situation involves a metacognition choice that will dictate the quality and quantity of knowledge we can abstract from it. Oof, so powerful. The choice of metacognitions will determine the quality of our knowledge. That's some deep stuff right there. Through the power of observation of our thoughts, we can determine the quality of our knowledge and in turn our life experience. And the Qur'an mentions that power 750 times. I'm going to add here that the observation of a thought is the beginning of character improvement. And this is the beginning of real work. My mission in life is to make mental health as accessible as possible. But the actual drive to do the mental health work has to come from the individual. There is no quick fix, no smooth sailing process through this. Qur'an urges you to do it 750 times. This is the process of self-discovery to recognizing of the inner self and the true acceptance of the inner self. When you observe your thoughts and learn that your thoughts generate feelings, drive actions, and create results, 
you get to discover that you are repeatedly creating your own result. Being overweight, unable to find a spouse, being in financial scarcity, emotional abuse by in-laws, all are results you are creating, consciously or subconsciously. Before people are educated that their thoughts create their feelings, and that they can observe, change, and direct those thoughts, they are living their lives unconsciously. Under this premise, people are going on thinking thoughts and believing that they are factual observations of the world. They are under the impression that those thoughts are not optional. Life is hard. That's a thought. If this seems like a fact to you, please reevaluate. As coaches, we need to hear the person say it one time, My business is failing. I don't have concentration in my prayers. My boss is nasty to me. And as coaches, we know that this is the result the clients are creating. Circumstance is your qadr. It is outside of you, outside of your control. It has nothing to do with your result. Many people giving the same qadr create a completely different result. Once people start using the power of observation or metacognition, they can intellectually understand that they're having negative thoughts about their qadr, about their circumstance, and that places them in a position to actually do something about it. Once people start recognizing that they're having negative thoughts that are creating their negative results, they want to annihilate these thoughts. They want to destroy them out of existence. But that backfires because that in turn creates resistance to change. Meaningful change can only be created once you understand the source of the problem, the source of those thoughts. Dirt will always collect behind the couch. But understanding the source of dirt is important rather than destroying the dirt and destroying the couch and pretending it was never there. In your attempt to destroy the negative thoughts, you will not get to find out what the source of it all is. And it just simply doesn't work. The dirt will keep collecting. When you truly understand that the circumstance and qadr is neutral, the thoughts create your feelings. When you truly understand that, you don't need to scramble for a new thought. You'll have an epiphany the moment you realize your circumstance is neutral and your thoughts are optional. At that point, you will not need to destroy all the negative thoughts. You can just easily let them go. This is a seamless process. There's no resistance. There's no need to suppress thoughts. There's no sense of urgency. Once you truly understand the neutrality behind the circumstance and the qadr, you are able to gently let that negative thought go. You will not be in a hurry to find a replacement thought. So my tip to the first timers is don't be in a hurry to create a brand new thought, even though it can seem effective and it seemingly creates a lot of momentum. If you do it like this, you'll miss out on a real learning opportunity. The real learning opportunity here is that all the circumstances are neutral. All of your qadr is neutral. Your boss is neutral. Your bank account is neutral. The number on the scale is neutral. Your in-laws are neutral. If you don't embody that neutrality in everything you do, you will constantly be trying to find positive replacement thoughts about these circumstances. You will never get to find out the source of this dirt that keeps collecting into your clean house. Is it coming from an open window from the past? Is it a present situation or person in your life? Is it your outlook on the future? Maybe your opinion about the future is bleak and you have feelings of hopelessness and despair. Identifying the source of these thoughts is the real work here. Identifying that your thought, life is hard, is causing your result of life being hard. Question yourself, why do you believe that? What is that stemming from? You can very easily find a replacement thought like, no, life is not hard. Life is just peachy. You can scramble to find a new thought, but it's temporary. 
You will have to go from thought to thought among thousands of thoughts a day in an attempt to switch one negative thought out for a positive one. Imagine the amount of work you've created here. It will be exhausting and not sustainable. It will be inefficient. Not to mention, your brain will not believe all the happy-go-lucky thoughts you're trying to feed it. It will put up resistance. Imagine finding a negative thought and trying to destroy it. It's like playing whack-a-mole. They keep popping up and you get tired of whacking them down. Instead, with coaching, we can unplug the source of this whack-a-mole gaming console. <laughs> In a coach-client relationship, we dig to the source of these negative thoughts and we will pull the plug out. We poke holes in the belief system until it is no longer source of ongoing negative thoughts. The dirt stops collecting. The molds stop popping up. So when you learn this formula, don't get fancy too fast. Look at the models you are currently running in your life and observe them with curiosity, interest, and understanding. See if instead of destroying each negative thought, you can identify the source of it. This is real deep work. Coaches provide a safe space for you to explore all of that, and truly transformational changes happen during coaching because of this process. My mother ruined my life. I had an abusive childhood. I can never get out of debt. All are your thoughts, but presented to you by your brain as facts. We live our lives according to these quote-unquote truths without ever questioning it. Ask yourself, is this what I want to continue to think? Is this the life I really want? We as humans get locked into a detrimental, self-sabotaging cycle. This will continue until you observe and question your thoughts. You get locked in into this negative pattern of life, one negative model after another. This is how your brain's wiring gets more and more solidified into the same pattern of thinking. Let me take a moment here to explain to you some scientific background. So next time you go down the rabbit hole of negative thinking, you know exactly why this is happening. After birth, humans go through a process of synaptic pruning. And this is pretty much what it says. Our brain's neurons are like a bush that is growing wildly in all directions. The brain prunes itself to look clean and tidy. The brain prunes neuronal connections to get rid of extra pathways to make things more efficient for itself. The pathways of neurons that are not used get pruned away and the pathways that are used get solidified. So synaptic pruning mostly occurs in early adolescence. This is partly the reason why it is so difficult to break away from childhood experiences, like my mother ruined my life or I had an abusive childhood. But this is a process that continues all throughout our lives. Another process that happens to keep the brain efficient is through insulating the neurons that are well used to make them conduct information faster. There's a fancy type of cell in the brain called the oligodendrocyte. That gives the neurons a covering called the myelin sheath. When more and more neurons of a certain thought patterns are used, they get well insulated, making them conduct information extremely rapidly. When we go through most of our lives repeating to ourselves, life is hard, I am not good with money, I can't keep a steady job, we are making these neurons fire rapidly every time we think this thought. And the next time, they fire more rapidly and efficiently because that's the brain's job until it starts to seem like a fact to you. This is more clear from an example of memorization. When you're trying to memorize something new, you don't have any neurons in that pathway. But with repeated memorization and recall techniques, the information becomes more available to you. That is because through the process of pruning, 
and oligodendrocytes making the used neuron faster, you're able to access that information more rapidly. Those pathways get solidified. So previous neurons that were not as efficient in the process of recall become much more quick. This is how with practice and repetition, the process of recall becomes much easier. The same process happens with your thoughts. If you're operating from the thought that your in-laws are evil people, which actually is a thought, but since you repeated it to yourself so many times, it is presented to you like a fact. Those brain pathways are solidified, thanks to synaptic pruning and oligodendrocytes. I am really sure that your in-laws will not agree that they're evil, making it your opinion, making it your thought, and it is not a fact. Besides these anatomical changes, there are many other changes that happen in the brain to keep it more efficient. But again, in the spirit of keeping everything simple and applicable, I only mention things that I think will help you guys. All of these processes follow one general rule. You use it or you lose it. That's the pattern the brain follows to keep its neurons efficient. So, these negative thoughts on repeat get locked into your brain, the whole process becomes extremely efficient, and we get used to being in a negative state. And we start believing that that's just the default. That's just how life is. Luckily for us, this whole process is reversible. You just have to start with metacognition. Start with the observation and questioning of each thought. Start with one model and be curious about it. This way, you're opening your brain pathways up to a different possibility. You are becoming more receptive to change towards a new life. And this is not just for people who have had perfect childhoods, that had unconditionally attentive mothers, or that were born into wealth, or people that have angels for in-laws. It is not just reserved for people other than you. The good life becomes a possibility for you. Your qadr is outside of your control. That is your circumstance. That is a fact of life. That is what Allah has decreed for you. That qadr is your in-laws, the number of children you have or don't have, your marital status, your employment status, all of those are neutral circumstances. It only creates a negative result depending on what thought you are assigning to that qadr. That same qadr can become a test from Allah or a blessing. All depends on the meaning you are giving it through your brain. The same brain that functions based on two sources of thoughts, the higher brain, which is the voice of the ruh or the spirit, or the lower brain, voice of the nafs or shaitan. So to summarize, step one, identify your circumstance. Step two, practice that it's neutral. Step three, identify what thoughts are creating your results. Step four, get to the bottom of the source of these thoughts. You might need a coach for this step. Alternative to this step four is that you can replace a negative thought with a different one and call it a day. This can effectively create a change, which is temporary, but it is ineffective in creating a transformation, which is long-lasting. Step 5 is practice the new thought until the old neuronal connections break and new ones form. Step 6 is to enjoy a fulfilling life, inshallah. This process is simple, but not easy. Quran tells you 750 times in some shape or form to embark on this process. There's no quick fix or a pill that I have, or anyone else has for that matter, to hasten this process. That is the promise that Allah SWT made to us. If we struggle through this life the right way, there is Jannah at the end of it. That is the challenge of a true believer, isn't it? What are you making your circumstances mean? What are you doing with what you are given? I pray that we all find Jannah through our circumstances, 
through our apparent struggles, I pray that we become active participants in shaping our lives rather than taking the cowardly way of blaming Qadr. May Allah protect us from this ghafla or ignorance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the right guidance and make us of those who are on the straight path. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us strength to start this journey and to stay on it for as long as we live. Ameen ya Rabbul Alameen. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah I will see you there.